0: From coast to coast to coast, you're listening to Terra Informa. Welcome back to Terra Informa. I hope you're all doing well. I'm Hannah Cunningham and I'll be your host for the next half hour of environmental news from across Canada and around the world. So I don't know if you all thought that you were done with candy, tricks and costumes now that Halloween is over but I'm here to let you know that we have got a treat for you. From October 26th to November 3rd, the station was buzzing with activity as all the shows, volunteers, and listeners participated in CGSR's annual Fund Drive. Fund Drive, if you're not familiar with it, is CGSR's annual fundraising event where volunteers collect pledges from listeners, fans, friends, and family to help support this awesome local and independent radio station. So all of us Terra Informers reached out to our friends and family to collect money that will go towards helping keep the station up and running, maintain or replace any of the crazy cool equipment that's required to create shows like the one you're listening to right now, and to allow the station to provide awesome training opportunities so that new volunteers with no experience can learn how to do what I'm doing right now, as well as a bunch of other cool things like mixing music. So on top of all of us hitting the streets to collect donations in person, Terra Informa had a live episode that aired on October 30th. Terra Informers Amanda Rooney and Carter Gorzitsa hosted the show live for a whole hour, while other volunteers were on standby on the phones to collect donations from our generous listeners. Since the episode was recorded live on the eve before Halloween, things definitely got a little bit spooky, but I won't say too much. I'll leave the surprise for you. But before we get into the fun that was fun drive, Here are this week's environmental news headlines. Mm -hmm. A Toronto-based company called Genesis is hoping to make biodegradable plastics a reality while keeping them cheap enough to use in throwaway items like coffee cups, straws, and other packaging. Genesis uses bacteria to turn organic food waste into compostable plastics called polyhydroxyalkanoates, or PHAs. The food waste will be pre-processed by a first set of bacteria, which will turn the food scraps into smaller, molecular-sized pieces, which will then be fed to the plastic-producing bacteria. The plastic-producing bacteria, when they have an excess amount of food to eat, produce plastic as extra weight. Luna Yu, the 24-year-old CEO of Genesis, says that this is essentially like, quote, fat to the bacteria, end quote. The plastic particles are then extracted from the bacteria and are then turned into pellets that can be molded into plastic products. This PHA plastic is already on the market, but it's mostly made from food crops like sugar, corn, and canola, making it up to four times more expensive than regular petroplastics. Genesis hopes to cut the cost of producing PHAs by up to 40% by using food waste as the raw material instead of crops. Currently, Genesis operates out of a lab rented from the University of Toronto where they can produce about half a kilogram of PHA per week from 75 kilograms of collected cafeteria food scraps. But Genesis is hoping to soon build a demonstration plant that will be able to produce up to 70 kilograms of PHA per week with more efficient equipment. One problem currently faced by companies like Genesis is that compostable plastics are not accepted into municipal composting services in Canada. Since most plastics are not compostable and end up contaminating composting bins, the waste sorting machinery usually screens it out. However, compostable plastics may still provide an advantage, even if they are just recycled, as they will break down faster than petroplastics. And although this new compostable plastic is exciting, reusable is still always best. Five countries hold 70% of the world's last wilderness, according to a map produced by researchers from the University of Queensland and the Wildlife Conservation Society. The wilderness identified on this map includes natural areas that are free of heavy industrial activity. This study identifies Australia, the United States, Brazil, Russia, and Canada as the five countries that hold the majority of the planet's remaining wilderness. An interesting part of this map is that it also includes ocean wilderness. While the researchers found that 77% of land, excluding Antarctica, has been changed by human intervention, They also found that 87% of oceans have been affected by humans as well. The researchers are calling for international policy action to be taken to protect the remaining intact ecosystems. To check out the map from this study, you can look up our website at terrainforma.ca. If you're in Edmonton tomorrow, November 7th, Green Drinks is happening at the Yellowhead Brewery, the theme being Yeg Allies. While many of us seek to help others with our work, we can all be misinformed despite our best efforts. Gain perspective at the next Green Drinks with featured guests invited to facilitate discussions around Indigenous relations and treaties supporting the LGBTQ2S community, feminism, anti-racism, and mental health. Some of the featured guests that will be at the event include Tracy Baer from the Faculty of Native Studies and Department of Women's and Gender Studies at the University of Alberta, Bashir Mohammed from Black Lives Matter Edmonton, Dana Marsh from Edmonton Pride Festival Society, and a bunch of others. You can check out our website at terrainforma.ca for links to tickets, which are $10 each. Now, on to this week's special recap of the October 30th live Fun Drive episode. While we can't air the whole hour, we've put together some of the best parts for you to enjoy. While I won't say too much, prepare yourself, because the radio waves might just get a little paranormal.
1: So, on this spooky occasion, (laughs) Carter and I are going to summon the ghosts of Terra Informa's past. Terra Informa? is a mainstay at CJSR. And the show has passed through various hands and won numerous awards throughout the years. Fun fact, our beloved environmental news show was started in 2003. I was only six in 2003.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait to summon these ghosts and let them tell you how great Terra is. But first we have to prepare our Tofurky sacrifice. Yes. Here in our snazzy studio, we've got our cauldron set up. So, first, I'm gonna add in the cubed tofurkey.
1: Then, we're gonna add our oat milk and turn up the temperature. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: next, we have a lock of hair from the leader of the Green Party, Elizabeth May.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sprinkling of hair noise, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Lastly, a tear from Stephen Harper. <laughs> That
2: is pretty scary.
1: Do you, Do you hear that? I,
2: I think I can hear it.
3: I think it kind of sounds like Fastmia in a chat.
1: Thasmia. is that you?
3: I think those ghosts had a bad imitation of my spooky ghost noise. So. I did
1: like yours. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind doing it again?
3: Ooh. Ooh.
1: Yes. I really like that. <laughs> That's really spooky. <laughs> so, um, I'll let Carter. Take it away and talk to this
2: talk to this ghost we've got here. <laughs> yeah, us. So you were obviously a volunteer of Terra Informa's past. How would you get started with us?
3: I was in high school and I was like, there's no environmental club here, so I want to get involved in something. things. So I looked up online and saw that like Terra Informa had like an ad on a blog. I emailed them. Didn't hear back for like four months. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then yeah, I got started. And like I was in high school at the time, and like everyone was kind of like in their late 20s, like early 30s, and it was cool because it was like a bunch of cool older people kind of like taking me under the wing, and it was a pretty sweet experience.
2: Nice, that's super cool. Uh, what are some of like, the learning curves, I guess, that when you started off with these like older 20-year-olds and
3: stuff? Like, looking back on it, it was more like I got to hang out with these like cool folks. and it's, it's like you see them once a week. It's like, which of your friends do you see like once a week? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's why I kind of got roped in, and then... I did my first story, like, uh, gold mining in Guatemala, which was pretty cool, and I edited it very badly, but it was very (laughs) fun. What
1: was it about? What about gold mining in Guatemala? So,
3: basically, it was about, like, indigenous resistance um, to some mining stuff going on in Guatemala. Yeah. That's really
2: cool. Kind of going on stories that you've made, do you have a particular, like, favorite story, or top two stories that you did well?
3: I I really liked um, the moss story with uh, Dr. Belland. Mainly because I was able to get like a, it just felt like very conversational, I guess. And it's just like, how can you get conversational about Moss? But it happened and it was like really fun. And I just learned some like interesting things. I also liked the one we did at the observatory. Why I liked that one? Cause that was my first uh, run at like uh, producing a show. And basically how that ended up happening was like, I was really late for my story. So like, I was like, okay, I guess I'm late. I'll just produce the show. And then I just kind of was like doing it like last minute at like midnight. And then (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah, it was actually fun. I really I learned that I really like producing. The one that was ex- experientially like my favorite one was like the Standing Rock one, mm. like for obvious reasons. But yeah, but that one was not my favorite to produce because there was this whole kerfuffle of like, I lost the files and had to like, redo the whole episode again, so there's that.
1: But <laughs> so you found them, and you got to produce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. Yeah. And I think we played that piece pretty often, so yeah. it was pretty fantastic. we
1: actually played your Moss piece oh. pretty recently <laughs> Oh well. really, yeah.
2: cool. Um, so kind of after departing the Terra Informa team, uh, How's your life been? How's life post Terra Informa?
3: <laughs> My life has been like super random and like through the randomness, it's been like pretty cool. Shortly after Terra Informa, I went to Vancouver for like three months, part of like, I don't know, like my wandering youth, like trying out different cities kind of phase. I kind of did, went back and forth from like Vancouver, Montreal and Edmonton. And I decided to like settle down and like go back to the U of A. And that's been really interesting in that it's like, it's outside of my comfort zone of being all over the place so um i think it's been pretty cool actually to do like something that's different from what i usually do i have a short story no man's land which has been out for like a couple of weeks now and um it's about like this woman who like she's attends her ex's wedding and then like all insanity ensues and then i have a book coming out in january called some i don't know if i can say this on air it's like some bleeping advice mm-hmm. but the swear is like also a bleep but that's coming out in january and it's about like a like quarter-life crisis, and she gets taken in by the wing of this bookstore owner. Hmm. So stay tuned for that.
1: Yeah, I think that's the end of this ghostly
3: interview.
2: Yeah, the seance. <laughs> I think we might have to let your ghost um, depart back to the non-terror formal world.
3: Okay, hope <laughs> I was sufficiently scary.
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I,
3: I don't know. You
1: weren't
2: uh, yeah.
3: as
1: terrifying as I might have thought.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, I failed my ghost stuff. I can be the friendly ghost then. It's all yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks so much that's, Thank yeah. you guys.
2: Because of all the fun donations we've got, our cauldron overfloweth now. Uh, We're just going to toss in one more thing to kind of get the ghost summoning. What do you think we should toss into the cauldron, Amanda?
1: Um, Let me think. I think we should toss in some... um natural deodorant.
2: Oh, perfect. Some Tom's. <laughs> chop, 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 chop. Glad to get rid of that. Oh, wow. You can hear it. <laughs> I think I can hear something. Oh.
1: What is that?
2: Is that, is is that, that Trevor mm. Chow
4: Fraser?
1: Oh, oh. 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 oh hi, Trevor. <laughs> oh, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
4: I'm imminent again. Amazing.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, it's it's good to see you. I'm glad you've decided to operate on this uh, blessed day of fun. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to, since you're here, I'm going to start off by asking you, um, uh, what year did you start volunteering for Terra Informa?
4: I started volunteering with Terra Informa uh, when I moved to Edmonton in 2012. Um, Yeah, it was pretty much immediately after I got here. Um, I think the first thing I contributed to was Terra Informa at night. It was like a theme episode, it was super fun, we were traipsing around Edmonton. Um, I didn't realize that not all Terran Farmer episodes were like that, <laughs> <laughs> but that got me hooked.
1: I want to ask you about um, why you care about the environment and environmental issues.
4: <laughs> why I care?
1: Why would you? Uh,
4: Especially
1: as a ghost. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, although I'm a ghost, I, I, I don't know, I was just kind of, my, my mother's an, an ecologist. Yeah. By trade she's a professor <laughs> um, so it's just always been part of my upbringing that I was aware of environmental the need to conserve and the need to recycle and things and then um, I got involved in university with uh, student groups started around climate action um, and uh, jur- journalism was a way to like continue that and kind of do investigation or, like learn at the same time but also try to help uh, push for important issues.
1: What are some other memorable episodes for you over the time that you were volunteering with Terra and Forma? <laughs>
4: um, it's a blur now. Yeah. It's a blur. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blur. But I think the thing that I, I really liked, um, Chris Cheng and Phillips and I, we went to the conservative Party of Canada's national convention. Um, I forget if it was 2013 or 2014. But it was the it was their last convention before the election, and uh, it, it we were really surprised to get media passes. So I don't know how that happened, but thank you again, to whoever out there gave us media passes. <laughs> um, I, it was really just interesting to be uh, like do a whole show just talking to conservatives people who I would not normally get the chance to do that with and people who are conservative but like we're also pushing for climate action within the Conservative Party or from without the Conservative Party um, similarly I went to uh, Washington DC um, 2013 and I talked to like Republican congressperson who was like pushing for climate action and people in the like Christian faith communities who are evangelical but like taking climate action seriously so I don't know, it's just like journalism gives you the opportunity to talk with people who you wouldn't normally get the chance to, or like f- seek out the opportunity to talk to. Yeah. And like, because you're listening to them, they, they open up and you you just, you learn a lot and also hopefully they learn a lot about you and your, 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 what's important to you. So mm-hmm. I think that was, that was cool.
1: Is there anything else you want to add, Trevor?
4: I, I love that you guys are keeping it strong and I don't know, I like seeing the the headlines pop up in my inbox and... Tune in once in
1: a while so nice. keep it up <laughs>
4: thank
1: you awesome. that's so, so nice so of you okay. all right
4: on that good
2: note we'll let your um ghost apart if you'd like to <laughs>
1: uh,
2: amanda what were you up to this weekend oh
1: you know studying
2: R- really because you're really good at the summoning stuff today are you sure you haven't been practicing at all
1: well you know since you've asked i did summon the ghost of tara in forma alum nikki weart would you like to hear our conversation?
2: Uh, yeah, I definitely would uh, love to. Woo!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that's a great, that was a really good one, actually. It very high fit. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. A surprise when it came out of me. <laughs> uh, okay, so my first question is, when did you volunteer with Terra Informa, and what made you want to do it?
5: Um. Okay, so I started volunteering with Terra Informa, I believe it was I think it was 2012. It was my first, well, second year of university, but first year at Grant McEwen or in the communications program, uh, majoring in journalism. And information went out about the Terran Forma uh, radio show, and they were looking for volunteers. And so uh, a couple of us from the program decided that that would be up our alley. I come from a, a, a farming background that really specifically looked at like nutrient dense food and Organic farming, and I thought I could bring maybe some of that experience. Mm-hmm. So when I was at Terraform, that's actually kind of what I focused on when I did stories.
1: <laughs> Do you have any favorite memories? It can be really anything. I just want to hear about those things that that have stuck since you've uh, moved on.
5: That is it. like I just made some really really amazing friendships um, with people that I worked with at Terraform. Like the group of people that we had is just really really nice to work with. And then um, probably one of my favorite memories was uh, Chris and Trevor and I drove out to Cold Lake to do a story on an um, on oil spill and, and on, uh, like, Indigenous territory, and that wasn't really being communicated very well, and it was just kind of like, I don't know, it was just really fun to be hanging out with these friends that I'd made and doing something that we really cared about, and yeah, I guess it's probably, like, my favorite memories of the show.
1: Yeah, definitely. That really resonates with me because I think similarly. I've uh, made a lot of really good pals with the show, like from working on the show. And
5: one of my favorite stories to do, which was like, I went with my cousin. She was taking a bunch of like five-year-olds around her farm, and I just like toured around the farm with them and recorded the noise, and it was really fun. <laughs>
1: I love, I think episodes like that are so cool.
5: Um, I just, all these kids are so excited about, like, the different life on the farm, not being from farms. Mm-hmm. It's just so cute to hear them, like, talking about, I don't know, the llama and the chickens and, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of nice. It's fun to be doing, like, an activity mm-hmm. when you're doing the story. And I think that was, like, I don't know, when you. I was first getting into journalism, like, it, it's fun to really immerse yourself in the story and, like, in that way you get to like really interact with people without that kind of like weight of working like you know being a volunteer you have like a little bit more freedom where, like when you have someone employing you and they have like certain expectations of something you feel like you have to be more serious but with hair forma you got to like talk about serious things but in a really fun way
1: yeah definitely I 100% agree I guess kind of on that note um since you did go to like um school to study journalism um what what is your life like now post terra informa
5: very interesting plot test to my life um so i finished my undergrad in um journalism at mccune and i while i was in school i was working at and volunteering actually for CGSR as well i was working at global um Mm -hmm. news and then i went to did my master's in journalism in ottawa and then after that Um, While I was doing my uh, thesis in Ottawa, I was doing it on first-generation farmers in Canada and, like, the um, influx of young young people from cities that are moving to rural areas and starting a farm and how difficult it is when you don't come from a farming background. And I looked at my own life and realized, hey, I come from a farming background. I have land available to me. I have parents who are willing to help me in my first couple years. And so last winter, I moved back to my family farm and started... Um, like an ecological, um, not organic certified, but organic uh, market garden and flower farm, and I have chickens and pigs and bees, and right on the side.
1: <laughs> that is so cool. I love that so much. That's so so neat to hear. Can you uh, give your your best uh, pitch for for why why people should be donating to CJSR for this twenty eighteen fund drive?
5: Okay. I think that people should be donating to CGSR because it gives young people a chance to figure out what they love. Um, I had such a good experience working with Terra Informa and getting to write art to do radio um, pieces on farming and on food and am um, back farming and producing food after a career in journalism, and I think, you know, my experience with Terra Informa and the people at CJSR really helped lead me here.
1: Awesome. That's so great. Thank you so, so much uh, for speaking with us, Nikki. Yeah, of course. really appreciate it.
5: Yeah, no worries. Say hi to everybody for me.
2: Awesome. So that was Nikki Weart with us in a, a summoning that Amanda performed herself this weekend. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> so uh we're just gonna summon one, one last ghost. ghost. Oh I think I hear Oh
1: is that is that <laughs> Tara Informer Yvette Thompson? Hi, it is.
6: <laughs> Hi, everyone.
1: What a privilege! Thanks for thanks for apparating today. Oh,
6: absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for having me.
1: Awesome. Um, I'm gonna start off by asking you
6: when when did you volunteer with Tara Informa? So I was looking back on my Google Drive. So obviously it wasn't that long ago, uh, but I wrapped up in 2014, um, and I think I spent about a year and a bit on the show. Oh memories. So great. To <laughs> <laughs> what what made you, what brought you to Terran Farmer? Funny story. So two, two people in particular. The first, Chris, Chris Yan Phillips. I'm sure everybody's heard his name at least 20 to 30 times today. Um, actually, Chris is such a fantastic, wonderful Edmonton personality, as it were, uh, and him and I happened to be at a workshop together. So, I ran into him, I had already been kind of hearing about Terrainforma from another one of my friends, David Katchin, who again, Terra Informa from the past. Um, and I just thought, you know what, man, I like talking, I like learning, I like talking about the environment and learning at the same time. So absolutely, it was, that's what brought me to it. I loved it. I got to explore so many fantastic, wonderful issues and um, met some fantastic people along the way.
2: Awesome, that's really cool. Do you have like a particular story, I guess, from when you were with Terraform that's kind of mm-hmm. stayed with you? Uh,
6: this one's a little bit awkward, so I'm just going to go with it. Uh, <laughs> so we decided to do a bit of a book club. Um, I don't know if these were ever aired again. I'll be very honest. <laughs> There's probably, probably a good reason that they weren't. Um, we did a bit of a poetry reading, um, and I can't even recall who the poet was. That's how memorable it was. But it was the experience itself that was fantastic. Um, we were talking about um, these poems that were resonating with everybody so differently, and there was this one line that was um, mm, sexually explicit uh, <laughs> that we just could not get off of for about <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes. And, and in retrospect, we probably should have because we were we were live, we were moving through it, um, but it was a fantastic memory I, I got to know people just that just that little bit better that day it was really good it was really good I have to look up the story again but
2: yeah it's fantastic that's definitely a theme I think uh, today with our past informers kind of the community and the, yeah. the fun behind it the absolutely. April Fool's episode has come up a couple times as well mm-hmm. yes yes absolutely yeah. that was fantastic too
1: we like sat down and watched a movie all together as well it's got that like yeah. nice like feeling of yeah sitting around together yeah <laughs> it's like we need this like a fire like a little yeah. fireplace or like some
6: blankets yeah yeah a little co- like a like a hot chocolate machine yeah, just like exclusively hot chocolate not coffee definitely oh um, yes oh my gosh kill sight kill sight by tim tim ilburn <laughs> yes trevor's here he reminded me it was actually trevor's trevor's book choice mm. yeah mm. Oh. yeah oh, so that, so that was, was the <laughs> book that you were- <laughs> do you remember that that was that was amazing yeah yeah I ha- yeah, okay. okay, bye. bye. <laughs> yeah, his
2: ghost just came back from bed. So, I guess going on that, uh, kind of what has your life been after Terraform kind of how has yeah. Terraform helped it all out?
6: Interesting. So environment is my is my jam, um, as, as it's been for my whole life. And Terra Informa was a fantastic way to get to know a lot of different people um, and learn about a lot of different issues that maybe weren't necessarily within my academic purview. So um, ever since Terra Informa, I've been working for the government of Alberta, uh, focusing on climate change policy. Um, now I'm over into operations, so I do a little bit more of the on-the-ground, like the real stuff. Um, how how does one actually manage a dam? I'll tell you if you want. Um, probably not today. Uh, probably not today. But but those are the sorts of things that I work with now. So it's been fascinating to be able to sort of expand my expertise um, just because I really liked it. Because I had a great time with Terranform. I got to volunteer. got to do fantastic things. And then beyond that. Um, I've been able to sort of enable my my expertise in a different way awesome. and my communication skills.
2: That's super cool, I really I hope that I'm sure we will uh, take that on if anyone's listening wants to become a Terran Former volunteer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. obviously. We have yeah. Some Do you wanna learn about a dam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we can learn about a dam.
1: Thanks so much, Yvette for operating on this Fun Drive twenty eighteen mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. episode. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah it's fun really to be back. It. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah right? you come back. I know, right? <laughs> 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 all that's right, awesome. um, so that's all the time that we have this week for our live Fun Drive show. So thanks again to all our maybe not quite so ghostly interviewees and our awesome team here at CJSR.
0: That was a recap from our live October 30th episode that took place during CJSR's Fun Drive. Thank you so much to all of our generous listeners who donated during Fun Drive and who continue to support us throughout the year. We really appreciate it. It's really awesome being a part of Terra Informa, and we're so lucky to be able to do it for free, um, as volunteers, that's really awesome. Thanks to all of you and of all the other listeners and donators, we were able to beat our fun driving goal and raised over $1,500. So thank you so much, we love you all, and it's really nice to have this community. This was my first fun drive ever, and it really just made me appreciate the community that CGSR is and That includes all you listeners, because it's kind of like we all get to hang out every week, which I think is really nice. So, that's it for this episode. For information on any of our headlines or featured events, check out our website at terrainforma.ca for links, resources, or to check out other past episodes. Terra Informa is produced at CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton on Treaty 6 territory the historic territory of Cree, Métis, Blackfoot, Dene, and many other First Peoples who continue living and gathering here. If you have any questions or comments, you can send us an email to Tara at cgsr.com or tweet it at terrainforma. We would love to hear from you. Thanks to everyone who worked on this week's episode, Amanda Rooney, Carter Gorzitsa, and Andrea Weeb. I've been your host, Hannah Cunningham. Catch us again next week, right here on Terra Informa.